0: Warning, the following program contains an open, honest, frank, and sometimes explicit discussion of sex. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Midwest
0: Ménage à Trois. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever time you're listening to us. Welcome into Midwest Ménage à Trois. I am JD. I'm here with my wife, Carmen. How you doing tonight, baby? We're also here with our intern, Corinne. How you doing?
2: Not bad. How about you?
0: It's a long week, but now the weekend is here. So I got my Oktoberfest in hand. Even though it's now November, I'm still drinking Oktoberfest. Don't care.
1: Sorry, I <laughs> made it, it
0: late. <laughs> Love it. And uh, all is well in the world of Midwest Menage à because I have a beer. That's all it matters. So we are uh, going to start off the show tonight the way we start off every show. We're going to do our little week in review. Our week uh sexually speaking was pretty good. I'm happy. I'm happy. We have a weird phenomenon going on though. You oh. you have a a, a brazier <laughs> that is not treating you very well. I don't
3: know
1: why.
0: So I have not been able to play with or suck on or kiss or lick or fondle any boobies this week.
1: You know, it's <laughs> probably because I worked from home for a long time so I wouldn't wear a bra here. And then, or I was wearing a sports bra. Well, then when I have to go to the office and I have to be presentable, then I'm I'm wearing a bra and I think they're ill-fitting. And so it's putting pressure on my nipples. (laughs) And it hurts when it's like, after you take the bra off, your nipples pop out and go, what the fuck did you do with me all day? (laughs) I'm angry with you. So even just the slightest little... That hurts. Oh my gosh! Mm. The slightest little movement, even my shirt will send them through the roof. Going ow. its where you put band-aids on them. The, oh
0: my gosh! The, <laughs> the funny thing you mentioned there was the ill-fitting bra. I have read article after article. I've seen show after show that like nine, some like ninety percent of women all have a, a bra that doesn't fit. Oh yeah. They've—they've they've never been properly measured. They don't know how to size it, um, because it's an embarrassing thing. Of course, you don't want to go into a lingerie store and go. Well, here, measure me. <laughs> measure me, <my knees>. please. <laughs> but that is a very common thing among women. So I'm I sure think. there there are women out there that are feeling your pain, so to speak.
1: Right? Yeah, it, it, was, it was kind of a rough week for them. And it's,
0: it was weird. I didn't like it. Well, get them back into shape. <laughs> <Amen>.
1: <laughs> you may have all weekend to, uh, <laughs> to not wear a bra, I guess.
0: So you need to get your tits back in shape because I need something to play with. That's the bottom line. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That was awesome. <laughs> My playground has been
0: damaged. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go pout in the corner. Right? Nice. They don't even a merry-go-round. <laughs> so, other than missing out on the boobies, we—I uh, don't know—we we knocked a couple out of the park this week. Think yeah. Pretty good. Pretty normal. Nothing too out of the out of the ordinary.
1: Yeah. Like I said, I was in the office all week, so I came home. It was stressful. I was tired. I had been talking to people all day long, doing trainings and. That, I wasn't feeling.
0: That brings up another thing I did want to mention. I know the perfect way to combat this bad bra situation. Okay. You're teaching a room full of millennial salesmen every day. Just don't wear one. No. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. They would go nuts. Get their attention. They would go nuts.
1: No. They would go nuts. No. <laughs> go nuts. no. <laughs> this, this, these trainings this week were not in front of millennial salesmen.
3: Oh. It was
1: in front of the entire um, the the Entire group, and it's not salespeople, it's customer service people, and um, yeah, not gonna let the girls <laughs> fly free.
0: No, I tried, guys. So. yeah. Uh, Corinne, how was your week in uh, review?
2: Well, considering when I walked in, you guys told me I have a hickey on my nut,
0: <laughs> yes, you do,
2: yes, uh-huh. which I didn't like when I was 15, <laughs> but. Yeah, mine, okay, last night, I didn't have any all week, last night, put the bottle of tequila down on the table, two shot glasses, it says time to talk. (laughs) He looked at me like I was a little odd, but uh, (laughs) it it was a good deal, shot for shot, it ended up being um, an exclamation mark at the end of the night, it was very hot.
0: Just to keep everybody up to speed, this is still Hulk we're talking about, of course. Oh, yes, yes. Hulk was excited. (laughs)
3: He <laughs> <laughs> made
1: whole happy. <laughs> 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 Apparently very happy since he left you with a mark.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you for letting me know
1: that, by the way. <laughs> right.
0: Um, I'm sorry. The only thing I can think of right now is, no, when he comes, is it radioactive and green? <laughs> oh, my God.
1: <laughs> I know <laughs> what I'm getting you for Christmas.
0: Green slime? <laughs> right? No. I'm getting you green
1: glow-in-the-dark condom so that way you can see the green slime. (laughs) That is going
3: to be awesome. That will be
1: awesome.
0: (laughs) That, ladies and gentlemen, kind of wraps up our week in review. Uh, We'll we'll do this every show, of course, because we want to be open and honest and talk about our lives as much as everything else. Uh, We're going to move on to our main topic this evening, and it's a good one. It's kind of the name of our show. We figured we better do a damn show on threesomes. <laughs> we're, we're called Midwest Ménage à Trois, so we are going to focus on threesomes tonight. Uh, you know what? We're going to start off and talk a little bit about the history of Ménage à Trois. Corinne did a little research out there. You know, we just kind of came up with the name. I don't know. We were drunk. It was <laughs> three of us. <laughs> it rolled, of <laughs> rolled off the tongue. It, it worked. So we, we never really looked into it that much. So Corinne actually did a little research. What did you find out about <laughs> right. Ménage à Trois? I
2: won't lie it was kind of a, it was kind of interesting where the word actually de trois, came from and it came from french now this is not very boring actually i did not know this stuff It's a household of three and it meant domesticated domestic minuit de joie a french for a household of three domestic arrangements in which three people having a romantic or sexual relations with each other occupy the same household
0: interesting that
2: is what a minuit de joie actually was and back in the day you're talking very very many many moons ago um they didn't get divorces divorces weren't easy but they did still have the same desires affairs etc and so what they would do is move in their lover uh for instance also this was a weird one guys we have one that um great english novel novel novelist it's a hard word i know right especially when you're a little hungover
1: mm-hmm. sorry Yep, it's okay. It's worth it. Uh, so it's
0: so it ha- mm-hmm. what happens when you drink a bottle of tequila and fuck the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> right, thank you.
2: Yep. <laughs> all right, but uh, but yeah, uh, uh, English writer was gay, and
0: uh, of course that was unacceptable. Oh,
2: yeah, very, right very. So, and he was, and also the gay man was a police officer. Oh, Ooh, even mm-hmm. worse. Very, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the police officer ended up meeting the wife, etc. They all become friends. This is over thirty years now, mind you, guys. Yep. And uh, they all ended up moving in. Now, in the end of it, oops, sorry, but in the end of it, reality is somebody is not happy about
0: it. that. That brings up an interesting point because you're talking about uh, the historical fact of it, and it was, like you said, a husband moving in his mistress or a husband moving in his gay lover. This is not the typical exotic fantasy of a threesome that we have today, right? Um, in our threesome everybody's satisfied everybody's perfect and and happy and that's the fantasy of course so yeah it really does root itself into history there in something that is not so nice exactly
1: (laughs) right and by definition they were talking about you know you're there's three people that live together and all have sex together so did the writer and the cop and the wife did all three participate, or was it the the, the wife was the beard? You end up actually right. somebody,
2: unfortunately, in this situation, is off to the back burner. Now,
1: okay.
0: that brings up a very good point, because mm-hmm. there are a lot of things we're going to talk about tonight, and one of which is uh, jealousy, because, mm-hmm. of course, that's a big part of any threesome. Um, and a lot of times what will happen is... In when three people are playing, two people will focus on each other, and there does feel like there's a third wheel. Exactly. Um, now, whether that's the wife or the husband, or you never know, it, it can ever ruin... the, ruined, the third the, person. Or the friend. Yeah, it can, exactly. ru- it can ruin marriages, it can ruin friendships. Um, so you got to be a little careful with that stuff. You really do. And with that,
2: kind of, after looking up the history, it led me to look up the pros and cons of him in I ran into two sex experts. Two totally different sexperts, <laughs> and,
0: and we um, say that term loosely because all this stuff is is found on the internet. So you never know really who you're dealing with. You, you hope, yeah. you hope yeah, they're right. Medical doctors, but you never know. It,
1: right. <laughs> I did actually read some from medical doctors, and they probably say the same thing as everybody else that's on on the internet.
2: Well, it, it, and there was one a great uh, a great British sexpert, Rebecca Dakin. Dakin, oh, sorry, good. yeah. And then um a Denise Nolis. I did not pronounce that right. But anyways, they they gave a great outline of how you should start a menu. And boundaries, like you were saying, is one of the biggest setting oh. no, out some boundaries.
0: Well, and that's that's the thing. Uh, you know, we talk about communication of course on this show a lot. That's very important in this situation. But it it brings up many questions. Um all right. Let's, let's skip ahead a little bit. You've talked to your spouse or your significant other. You've decided, yes, we're going to do the threesome. How do you move forward from that point? Okay. You sit down your, your ground rules is probably the most important. You know, what's allowed? What's not allowed? Right. Um, the next is you got to find a third person. This gets a little tricky because now you've got to find somebody who both you and your significant other are attracted to, but that person also has to be attracted to both of you. Right. Exactly. So you have it, to feel it. It is a lot of chemistry that needs to take mm-hmm. place in order for this all to happen. Now, the the common fantasy I would say, or in the when you're daydreaming about the threesome, it's usually somebody you know. It's usually a friend or a coworker. However, I would venture out on a limb and saying that if you're gonna make it a reality, that's a really bad idea.
1: Exactly.
2: Mm, I'm gonna have to disagree.
0: Okay. I'd love to hear why.
2: Well, when you do bring in somebody, you know. You can work with uh, trust. You are a trust. And uh, I didn't have a bad experience with it, nor did the couple that I joined. But I'll let you, uh, I'll tell my story next time.
0: <laughs> okay. Yep. We'll get to that. <laughs> yep. Uh, the, the problem is, is if you bring in somebody, you know, if you bring in a lifelong friend or a coworker or somebody, there's always the chance of it going bad. And when yes. it does go bad, it's, like I said before, it's going to ruin a marriage or it's going to ruin a friendship. Or it's going to make you extremely uncomfortable at work. You know, if it's a coworker, there's there's just so many things that can go wrong with it. Now, if you bring in a total stranger, somebody you find on the internet somewhere, or, or there's plenty of websites that will do this service for you, then you don't have as much of a risk. There's still a risk,
1: right? Because you could catch something in your hoo ha, or your weenie is going to fall off. Oh yeah. Oh my God. There's some risks. it would be.
2: Tape.
0: <laughs> Sorry, just, I, I don't know why, but last night I was laying in bed watching Eddie Murphy, and you just said that, and he was talking about the whole in the eighties when VD got <laughs> <you> know, <and laughs> no doc, I shoot out my dick. <laughs> right? I got I a blowtorch. <laughs> I can't be in the house. I burn my fucking house down. <laughs> it just reminded me of that for some reason. But anyway, so yeah, that, that's a, a big thing, and it's it's difficult to find a third person. And then when you do find the third person there's always the chance that something could go terribly wrong Mm
1: -hmm. oh my gosh you could get a stalker you could get the crazy one you know there's all different kinds of things that could go wrong you could get you know we can all sit here and say no i'm never going to get jealous i'm not the jealous type i trust my Mm -hmm. spouse completely but as soon as that door is opened you're opening pandora's box and you can never close it again well and there's
0: always the chance guys as as gentlemen we always push for the threesome that's our fantasy 90% Wait, of the time what type we, of
1: threesome the two girls we'll get or, to that okay <laughs> we'll i get guess it's whoever floats the boat
0: okay uh but we will you know the guy is always the one pushing the the woman will agree but then it's funny, we've read statistics on this, that once that door is open, usually it's the woman then that wants to go back for more. It wants to continue on. uh uh-huh. Um. Now there's always the chance that you bring a third person into your bedroom and your significant other may just go, I kind of like this person better.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Absolutely. You, you never know.
1: <laughs> and that and does, it does happen. It leads to a mess. Right. It really does. I actually know a couple people that it actually happened to that... You know, the husband said, yeah, I, I'm i in love with this person.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, you got to be careful on all aspects there and, and plan accordingly, I guess. And I think that's why rules and, and restrictions and, you know, thoroughly discussing it before you jump in, the, in the bed.
2: Also, knowing that uh, what I kept researching actually, actually is with those boundaries that there is a, you got to know that they can change at any moment, actually. They kept repeating that part that these boundaries are changeable boundaries. Like for a minute, oh, you could think you're about ready to do something. You know, you're comfortable with it. Let's say, for instance, uh, you had told the, the third party that party that they could have a blowjob, and all of a sudden you get to that point where you're like, "No, I don't want that. I don't.
1: You're not doing that. No." You know, it's allowed to change. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And because you can actually say, you know what, I think I would be okay with, you know, JD, you going down on another girl. And then all of a sudden it's about to happen and you're like, I'm really not cool Mm -hmm. with this. Right. Right. And so it it may not even be the person that's partaking in the action. It could be one of the other three and anybody has a right to put the brakes on, Mm -hmm. um, one other thing is if you have any doubts, if you're doing it just because the other person really wants to and you want to make your partner happy.
0: Horrible reason. Do
1: not do it. Yep.
0: That's, uh, probably the end of your relationship. <laughs>
1: exactly. And, you know, I'm, I'm horrible about it. I don't want to do it. And I know JD does, but I'm not going to say, yeah, I'm going to do it just for you. Right. Absolutely not. And you yeah. shouldn't. Absolutely. You guys just
2: came up with a, uh, a talk show about it. <laughs> <laughs> talk show about it?
3: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, That's true. You did.
1: Yep. <laughs> but you can also, you know, if it really is something that you want to, you can live out your fantasy without bringing somebody in. It just nah, you, may you, not you, be as visual. It's still
0: a, at that point, it's still a fantasy. Exactly, you're not, you're not living out your fantasy. Right. To live out the fantasy would be actually doing.
1: Well, you can you can supplement.
0: And that's uh, another... Close your eyes
1: and use your imagination. <laughs> another
0: good point. Is it, is it better in fantasy world or is it better in reality? Now, if you do a little research on the internet, there's it's probably about 50-50. 50% of the people say yes. Uh, threesome was great. We didn't have any problems. Things went smoothly. We continue to do them until this day. The other 50% are... No, it ruined my friendship. It ruined my marriage. It ruined my relationship. I couldn't handle the jealousy. There's just uh, one after another of how horrible they were. So right. you, you're really, it's a, it's a crapshoot. It really is.
1: And a lot of those that I read that were the, the 50 that are like, yeah, it's great. I love it. They weren't in a committed relationship. It was just, hey, you know, in in what I read, okay, not just, you know, this isn't coming from like a swingers board where it's couples swapping. This is coming from actual threesomes. What I was reading is it was actually just the people that were out there. Um, you know, I'm messing around with this girl. Her friend comes over. You know, it just starts getting heat up. They're, they're kind of just friends with benefits. It was all cool and they were happy. Um, or kind of that one night stand kind of situation.
0: And that's, uh, that brings up my next point. You know, we're, we're talking a lot about talk and set the rules and do your research and find the perfect person. What we're doing is we're taking a lot <laughs> of the excitement out of the threesome. Right. Because when you fantasize about it, it's the, oh, we're out to dinner and the waitress is cute and she comes home with us. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't happen that way <laughs> ever. <laughs> right. Maybe in some movies, but. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and, and if it does, you know, obviously, then you don't have the rules. You don't have the conversation. You don't have, how's this going to affect my my spouse? It's just, hey, let's go. Uh-huh. Spontaneous, let's do it.
1: Right, and then the next morning could
0: be pretty awkward. Could be really bad.
1: Could be really bad. Yes.
0: So the fantasy versus reality thing on, on threesomes, it's still out to b- debate. Like I said, it's about 50-50. You never know, I guess. Um, we are going to take a quick break. We will be right back as we continue our topic of threesomes. Don't forget to email us. It's Threesome at gmail.com, Midwest, the number sum at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your take on this or any stories or either good or bad that you've had with the, the threesomes, and we'll get to them on the air. So shoot us an email or look us up on Facebook at Midwest Ménage à Trois.
1: Midwest Ménage à Trois.
0: Hey gang, J.D. here from Midwest Ménage Trois, the only show on the air bringing you a frank, honest, and explicit discussion of sex from a small-town, middle-America point of view. We're thrilled that you've joined our little threesome on this journey, and we want to know what's on your mind. What do you want to hear about? What turns you on? What turns you off? Email us at midwestthreesome at gmail.com or visit our Facebook page, Midwest Ménage Welcome back to Midwest Ménage à Trois, the only show on the internet talking about sex from a small-town Midwestern perspective. I am JD, here with my lovely wife, Carmen. Hello. And our intern, Corinne, is here as well. Hello. We are talking tonight about threesomes. Are they good? Are they bad? Or should they remain in fantasy world? Should you make them a reality? How difficult are they? What are some of the pros and cons? So, all right, we've gotten to the point now where... You've had your discussions. Everything's cool. You've went out. You've found somebody. Now it's time to get down to the deed. I I guess before we get to that a little bit, we should talk about types of threesomes. You brought that up earlier. I did. Um, (laughs) I jotted down here. I started writing down the initials and it kind of grew a little bit. Because, of course, everybody's, every guy's fantasy is the MFF. male, Male, female, female.
1: You can't say every
0: guy. All right, Not every guy. But the biggest, the number one threesome is male, female, female. There's also female, male, male. There's also male, 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 and female, female, female. <laughs> right. I, I just started writing down all the combinations. That's what I came up with. <laughs> <laughs> so there is a little bit something different for everybody in there. Right. Mm-hmm. Um My personal feeling is, guys... If you are pushing and pushing and pushing for the male-female-female, female, you also better damn well be ready to accept the male-male-female. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I um, Call me a feminist, but <laughs> I think it's just fair.
1: Absolutely. But,
0: uh-huh. I do. So uh, keep that in mind. I'm sure there's a lot of guys bitching at me right now, which is fine.
1: Yeah, and let's face it. If you're going to do... Let's say your fantasy, the woman's fantasy, is DP. Yeah. Oh, yeah? You better get really okay with another guy's balls rubbing
0: yours. And that's the funniest thing is uh, that's the quickest way for most women to shut down a threesome when a guy comes to them with that idea. Mm -hmm. is, hey, let's have a threesome. The girl just goes, okay, let's call Steve. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right there, the guy goes, okay, never mind. (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. Right. So Yes, there are many incarnations in this, but uh, there are just many common threads that run through all of them, and that's kind of what we're talking about here tonight. So you've gotten to the point. You've got your third member picked out. You've done all your discussing. You know what's going to happen. You've planned it down to a T. Now comes the moment of truth. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to touch on a subject here that a lot of people, a lot of guys are not going to like, but the research research shows in a threesome, performance anxiety is a huge problem for you. Oh, yeah.
2: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I I feel bad for you guys because it's hard enough for one, with one
1: woman you're trying to please, which, good God. And then you have two? Right. And at least with a woman, if we're not completely turned on, we can kind of fake it and hide it. I mean, guys, sorry, if your willy's not working, you can definitely see that.
0: (laughs) I have a theory about the performance anxiety thing. The biggest enemy of the penis is the head. The, the head on your shoulders. Let <laughs> I me mean, just, clar- I mean, just clarify that. We kind of both looked at you like, what? Right. When guys start thinking about things and getting excited about things and, and overthinking <laughs> things, that's the biggest boner killer in the world right there. And we've and actually... There, there's a reason for that. Because your heart can only pump so much blood. So when your brain's working overtime, it's got to send it up top. It can't send it down below. That's my theory. Oh, my
1: God. (laughs) This is all right. But, you know, we've actually had that not necessarily with, you know, not a threesome or anything like that. But where, you know, we go away for the weekend and, like, the first few minutes that we get there and you're all excited and we've just gotten there it's like yeah let's go jump in the pool naked and have sex and it doesn't work right (laughs) and then it takes a little while you gotta relax right exactly and then after a little bit you're able to relax a little bit and then all is good but it happens
0: and guys in a threesome for the first time sometimes they have a hard time relaxing so Mm -hmm. things don't work and then, uh, I'm sorry, but the male ego kicks in, and guys, when it doesn't work, we get pissed off.
2: Oh, my god! we
0: start storming around and storm out of the room, so.
2: You know, women do the same, because I've done that. When she doesn't work,
0: which <laughs> when there's When your dick doesn't work, okay. <laughs>
2: right? I definitely got the balls for it, you know that. <laughs> no, but when she's not working and you're in the mood, your chemicals, something, I don't know. You know, women have their issues. Sure. And, uh, in she said, no, not happening. You, you, I've gotten pissed off. Oh, I can imagine. Mm-hmm. I can imagine.
0: So that is a huge issue, guys. Think about that before you really dive into the threesome thing, because it happens a lot. Um, and, yeah, it's it's embarrassing. It sucks. What are you going to do, I guess? Take it with a grain of salt. Let the girls play. Right? Yep. That's, yep. You have, you have to please.
2: I, I like your thought there. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: the way I look at it. Um, so we are in, in the heat of things. Okay. Now he's working again. Everything, everybody's happy. Uh, we're in the heat of the moment. We mentioned this earlier. It is very easy for two people to get very connected and very intertwined and leave that third person out. Yes. Um, that falls into the jealousy category. Oddly enough, there, there are guys that would have a problem watching a woman go down on their woman. Right. Um, mainly because I, I truly believe a woman can do it better than I can. Well, we
2: do know. Well, a guy could give you a better BJ than a female.
0: That's probably true.
2: <laughs> and if right? you were blind, if you were <laughs> blindfolded, would you know? Uh you know what? You have to. I don't know. Have you ever looked at a guy's tongue and looked at a female? I mean, you have a gross tongue. You do. Um, I have yeah. a gross tongue. Yes. I have an awesome tongue. No, it's
0: bigger than your head.
3: I have a Gene Simmons Very Gene tongue. Simmons-esque.
0: <laughs> he got banned from Fox News today, by the way. Did you see that? No. no. Yeah, he got kicked out of the building, and they just banned him for life. Oh, oh my. <laughs> wow.
3: <Yeah>. We are <laughs> on sequence. Or not sequence, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Sorry. I had to interject <laughs> that. Go ahead. Yeah, but, Back to your gross tongue. Let's
1: go. No, I, I really think if a man was blindfolded and if the other man had no 5 o'clock shadow <laughs> you know because of course you know a beard, rub it on your balls you're going to know it's a dude. But if you had a man giving another a blindfolded man a BJ I don't think he would know. I don't know. I'm looking at your husband's mouth right now. And I am looking
2: at your mouth. Well kind of. In a way, I've seen your mouth. But, um, (laughs) honey, do this. Don't you think, (laughs) I mean, don't you think that there's still a a type of softness? Not softness. You know what? We are going to put you to the test, J.D. <laughs> yeah,
1: J.D.'s... <laughs> we're going to blindfold you and we're going to find out. <laughs> yeah, J.D. has his lips pursed right now is because it, he's concentrating. Is it Pepsi or is it Coke? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, J.D.'s concentrating, so when he concentrates, he, like, tightens up his lips a little bit. But when he's relaxed, he could he could do it. <laughs> I don't know. We're just going to have to put it to the test. I really think so. But you really don't know until you open your mouth all the way. I mean, if your mouth is open all the way, it's, it, you're, nobody's lips are tight or soft.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nobody's lips are soft when they open their mouth all the way. This was a hell of a tangent we got off on here. <laughs> I don't know where you're going. Other than we're going to do the fucking Pepsi challenge with blowjobs. That's all I can fuck right. up. <laughs>
1: Are you giving or receiving?
0: (laughs) Oh, Lord.
2: This is a fun one.
0: Anyway, so, you're in the middle of the threesome. (laughs) We talked about performance anxiety. We talked about jealousy, which is a big thing. Huge. Because you you just never know how you're going to react until you're there. Right. That's that's the way it goes. So, those are just a, a couple of the problems that can arise. There's also the awkwardness. Um, think about the first time you've had sex with anyone. Mm-hmm. 90% of the time, it's awkward because you don't know each other's bodies. You don't know each other's rhythms. You don't know what they like, what they don't like. Guess what? That's what happens in a threesome. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. What if, what if,
1: you know, what if you're in a threesome and all of a sudden you get gas? What do you do? Oh my gosh. That's not
0: a problem specific to threesomes, though. That's. What, no, if, but what if you're but, on a first date? You
1: get but scared. what if it, you get nervous? Because a lot of people have that happen because they're so nervous. You know what? I am one. I won't
2: lie. I, when I'm scared, I fart. <laughs> so you know what?
0: I am never going to a haunted house with you. Just so you know.
2: <laughs> we have the Hulk and the Farter. <laughs> okay. Okay. So boarding school, yes, I did go to an all-girls Catholic boarding school. I lived with nuns, so little my freakishness, me, come from <laughs> the um, stereotypical Catholic girl. Anyways, <laughs> as I'm sneaking out of the Catholic school, each step. <laughs> so no.
0: So you got the walking parts. <laughs> right?
2: So I would be one of those people in the middle of the street, some scared oh shitless,
1: going, <laughs> "Oops, sorry." <laughs> while you're down there. <laughs> You know, some people do have fetishes about that. Oh, I know. I don't want to talk about that.
3: Yeah. Thank true. God I don't have a
2: story. That's a whole other story.
0: That's a whole other show. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we may touch on that someday. Not tonight. We, we,
2: we could talk about how disgusting that <laughs> no, is. is. <laughs> we right. can't say that. To it, each their own. It, you oh, like you it, are but, right. You are if right. You
0: like it and doesn't hurt anybody, mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. Right. <laughs> I <laughs> just, just won't do don't, it. Don't fart on me. <laughs> Get pink eyed. <laughs> All right, so the uh, the threesomes going down. Everything's happy. Everything, everything going down. Is that funny or what? <laughs> it is. That's why I go there. So everything worked out perfectly. Everybody's satisfied. Now what happens?
2: Hopefully, you're getting it up.
0: Yeah, it's o- it's over. It's done with.
1: Well, you're fast. <laughs> Two bump jump. I'm sorry. Did
0: you did you want me to give the play by play?
1: No, we only have so much time. Exactly.
2: It might go to three minutes. <laughs>
0: So the next day comes around and, all right, you got to decide, do we want to continue this? Or was it a complete disaster and never talk about it again?
1: <laughs> right, but or yeah. was it fun and one and done?
0: But now you decide, okay, we're going to continue it and we like that person, that third wheel. Let's continue with that person. So now you've got this whole communication thing that starts. So you've got a third person either contacting the husband or wife if you're married or boyfriend or girlfriend if you're not. So now there becomes this weird almost emotional relationship because people start texting or calling each other, you know, how how was your day? Want to get together tonight? You know, and it can progress to more.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So I think you need to continue to talk about rules in that situation.
3: Absolutely. You
0: know, it um The 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 swinging lifestyle has some very good ones out there, especially if you're going to go to a a club or anything like that. They always require that both couple both people be present any time a phone call is made. Yes, right. And I think that's a very good idea. I think it eliminates not completely, but it it really cuts down on the chances of forming that emotional bond with another person. Right. I don't
1: think it should be done by email or text. I think it should be done. With a phone call with the other person, so you can hear the voice and know that they're both there. Right. That something's not trying to go
0: amiss, mm-hmm. but that's not always the case in this day and age. Everybody texts. I mean,
1: yeah, you that's... you have to have the trust.
0: Yes,
2: mm-hmm. otherwise, don't do it. Right. And if you are the third party party, hopefully and... a party, <laughs> <laughs> and you do get those texts that come in, let's say. You have to be a strong enough person to walk away from that.
0: That's true. Yes, that's true. There, mm-hmm. there has to be that, but those texts should never come in the first place. Exactly. I mean, that's at that point you're probably way too far in it, and it's it's already a problem. So, mm-hmm. right. Well, that brings up uh, some interesting questions. We hope we <laughs> explained a little bit as we walked you through uh, an initial threesome and the things that can happen and the things that might happen. Just be aware and be cautious and communicate. Talk to each other. Mm -hmm. If you're gonna do it, make sure you're on the same page. That's the only thing I can tell you. Absolutely. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk more threesomes because, hey, they're fun. What the hell? (laughs) <laughs> You're listening to Midwest Ménage à Trois. Don't forget to shoot us an email. It's Threesome at gmail.com. Midwest Ménage
1: Trois.
0: Midwest Ménage Trois is always looking for new partnerships. If you have a product or service that you think our listeners would enjoy, email us at Threesome at gmail.com. That's Midwest, the number three, some at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you and possibly help each other out. Email us today. Welcome back to Midwest Menage à Trois. We thank you for joining us here on this evening. And we hope you're enjoying our special on threesomes this evening Menage à Trois, which is Troy, actually, if you look it up, because it's T R O I S.
1: Right.
2: I think that isn't that three for French?
0: Sure. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I speak a little wait, Spanish, wait. no French. I feel
2: like the smart one here <laughs> right now. Hold on. Sounds good. Let to me, me suck this in.
0: So, menage a three. Menage a two. <laughs> yeah, because it's a.
2: Makes sense. Uh, what was it? it? A manage. You manage three. Hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. I learned a lot researching this. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I got excited. I, I mean, I've had them. I never.
0: All we're right. At. What we're going to do now is uh we're, I've I've got an article here I'm going to burn through real quick but it's um it's 12 things I've learned from having been in multiple threesomes, hmm. which is very interesting. It actually brings up some very good points. We'll we'll burn through that in just a second and then we're going to kind of go on to some personal stories. I know Carmen hates that part. It's
2: okay. <laughs> There's more people out there like you and it's okay. There are. Yes.
0: So let's look at this article. It's uh, it's from Ostana Trebuchart. Uh The website's called bold.com. Just, we want to give credit where credit is due. So check this article out. It's actually pretty entertaining. But it's 12 things she's learned from being in multiple threesomes. Number one, there are some people who should never have a threesome, period. I agree totally. I think there are some couples out there that just should never go down that road. <laughs> right. And, you know, there, there's jealousy. Even even jealousy in day-to-day life, if you have that. Don't do it. No, don't go down that road. It would be very, very... Number two, there are some couples who should never have a threesome, but could have threesomes if they were both single. Okay. Interesting point. Right. So,
1: together, it's not a good thing, but apart...
0: If they were the third wheel. Right.
1: They. So yep. Yeah, that's mm-hmm.
0: interesting, because that's a, that kind of gets into that possession and jealousy thing. Mm-hmm. But if they're on their own,
2: they're fine. I'm one of those people.
0: Are you really? Yes,
2: I am. I make a better third wheel, and I don't even ask me if I'm in a relationship.
0: Interesting.
3: Speaking of,
0: yes, ground rules are seriously important. We've talked about that. Right. Yes, it takes the fun out of it. It doesn't make it spontaneous. But yes, talk about it. Set your rules up beforehand, because if you don't, you're in for a huge disaster. Number four, anyone who pressures you into a threesome is an asshole. And definitely shouldn't get any.
1: (laughs) Absolutely.
0: Period. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) No, you don't. Don't look at me like that. No, I would never pressure you into one. I would hope that you would be open to one someday.
1: No, but you're like, can we now? What do you think? Let's talk
0: about it. Well, yeah.
1: Is there enough tequila out there for you? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's not. (laughs) There's <laughs> like just some things that it. are dead <laughs>
0: <laughs> But talking about it is part of the fantasy Right And we've agreed that fantasy is fine mm-hmm. real, not so fine Right So yes, if they're pressuring and pushing In, in ultimatums, like I'm gonna leave If you don't yeah, do absolutely. This, yeah, They're an asshole, get rid of them And don't right.
2: ask while you're having sex with your partner
0: Yeah, that's a pretty Yeah, act. that's mm-hmm. been done Mm-hmm I mean, it's okay to fantasize about it while you're having sex. Absolutely.
2: And name somebody. Don't do that while you're in. Absolutely. That's
0: terrible. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Thinking about your sister. Yeah, that's bad. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Who's your daddy? (laughs) Number five, if you're insecure about your sex life or sex appeal, do not try a threesome.
1: Absolutely. Yep. Especially if the third wheel has a totally different body style.
0: Than what you do.
1: Well, that's a given. Right. That is. Yeah.
0: But that's only if you're insecure. If you're, even if you're a larger woman and you're completely secure, which I think they should be because there are a lot of sexy larger women out there, then go for it. Yeah. You know what? If you own it and you're comfortable with it and you know that your man appreciates it, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah.
1: But if you if you have any kinds of insecurities I guess
0: I should I should mention that can go both ways. If yeah. you're a super skinny girl and your guy is turned on by a larger woman and you bring a larger woman into a threesome, yeah, that could be insecure for the skinny girl.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she's just gotta go eat a sandwich.
3: <laughs> Speaking of
0: sandwiches, when are you gonna make me one? <laughs> And you're going to put that apron on. (laughs) Brings me back to my memes. I love my memes on on the internet. What was the one I I showed you? It was something about if if I can walk to the kitchen to make you a sandwich, then you don't deserve one. (laughs) (laughs) I love that one. If you're having a threesome with your significant other, focus on your significant other. Very good advice. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Don't ditch your spouse and go after whoever the new person is.
1: They That's, should just be an extra hand. It's rude. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. They are the person coming into your relationship.
1: Yep, it's like a live dildo.
3: That's
0: actually a really <laughs> good way to kind of look at it—a
1: <laughs> live sex doll. Exactly. They're they're just helping you out. Yeah, they are. They're just an extra finger to diddle your butthole. Yep,
0: they are a <laughs> marital aid. Please <laughs> picture that.
2: Unless the girl is all about the girl, you know. You never know. Maybe.
0: Right. Right. But at that point, I mean, you're still, it, it, if you're married or a significant other, you know, if you're in a committed relationship, they're still just a third person. Uh-huh. Even if the girl is into the girl, you still got to be, pay attention to and make your husband feel involved. Otherwise, he's going to sit in the corner just getting pissed. Right. And he's going to get Rossed. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven, most of the time, having a threesome with a close friend will cause a breakup of a friendship or a relationship absolutely we hit like on that earlier.
1: right go with a friend of a friend who you you have references to know that they're not psycho and that they are not dirty um if you're going to go that friend route because you don't want a complete stranger go with a friend of a friend i have my own story so
2: i'm going to wait until all
3: we right to we're going to get to
0: that in a second here mm-hmm. but yes i agree i i think uh close friends Coworkers, anybody you know even is, is a bad situation because that emotional bond is already there.
1: Right. It's kind of like
0: going into
1: business with your best friend. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work.
0: Most of the time. Most of the time. Right. <laughs> Most Sorry, of the time. I, I'm
2: that oddball, which I'm glad though. I, I'll get there, but I'm glad.
0: The best threesome thirds or third wheel are people who are mature about sex and have been in threesomes before.
2: Then it doesn't I, matter if it's a friend or stranger. I can't, honestly, I can't
0: argue with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's right. if they've been there before, then they know how it works. They know the boundaries. They know everything about it. So.
2: Right. It has to do with maturity, really. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: The never use a threesome to fix a relationship. Oh, well, God. no shit. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> it's like having a baby. Yes. Unless you absolutely want to fix it in the wrong way. Yeah. Right
0: fix it by going out the door.
1: Exactly. You don't know how to break up? Here you go. Well, here you go, right? You might have just
2: set your person up with the next
1: <laughs> right?
2: X.
0: <laughs> Number 10. Some people need to be reminded that threesomes aren't supposed to be a way to get around cheating.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, that's where history falls in. That's right. where it that's did. The
0: guitar- yeah, mm-hmm. the menage a trois, that's where it came from. That's where
1: it came from. Uh, exactly.
0: And yes, it is not a way to get around it. If, if that's really in your heart, Just get out of the relationship.
1: Right. And some people just honestly feel that they weren't born to be monogamous. If you feel like that, then I guess you probably shouldn't be in a committed relationship. Well, no.
0: There's always and explore the polyamorous situation. Right. But if your partner's not into it, then yeah. Exactly. Right. Let them go because it's not going to work. Right. And you're just going to make them miserable.
1: Right. But if you're all into polyamory or... Swinging, whatever—that's fine. Um, but if one just says, "Hey, you know what? I want to—I want to use this so I can get laid by someone else," right? <laughs> Not cool,
0: right? Safe sex is a must, number eleven.
1: Absolutely, yes.
0: And you mentioned about your dick falling off. Yeah, well, yes.
1: You, nobody wants your hoo ha falling out. Be, get, get the be picky acky.
0: <laughs> be careful. Be safe. That's uh, that's going to be at the forefront of all of our talks because yes, you yeah. need to do that in this day and age. Yeah. Number 12, all in all, threesomes are not the big deal that they're made out to be by society. And I'm going to read this one. It's just having sex with two people at the same time, and they're actually pretty common. Are they worth the hassle most of the time? Usually not. But if it's what you're into, there's no reason you shouldn't enjoy it. Right. Very well said. Yeah,
1: exactly. There, There's a, a spice of life for everyone. So whatever you're into, as long as it's not hurting somebody.
0: Absolutely. And
1: everybody makes the world go round, right? And and by hurting people, I I don't want to say by hurting people because there's some people that are into pain, <laughs> well, but that's a difference. If it okay, as long as it's you don't still. kill anybody while you're doing it, right? <laughs> but the, yeah. right when you're doing the choke out, make sure you release.
0: <laughs> you, you talk about hurting people with pain, not necessarily physical pain. Almost. Emotional.
3: There yes. there is a
0: whole um, movement out there of what's called a cuckold.
3: Okay, yep.
0: it's a guy that enjoys being humiliated by his usually wife while she fucks another guy.
1: She goes out so and she, does um, it and comes home.
0: Or they do it. You know, he's in front of them sometimes. So it is emotional abuse. It is emu- emotionally beating him down, but they enjoy that. You know what? <laughs> so
2: my ex husband was that way. Really? You know that different story, but I don't think even you know that part. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. so but i i was married What that was his fantasy oh. was walking into the bedroom and i am getting fucked by his best friend is that not weird i mean okay teach your own not picking on anybody but as a wife and i'm being told this It was a little different to me.
1: Sure. Now, if you had set it up as a threesome and it was kind of a role play where he's going to come in and see it, Mm -hmm. different situation. That's not what it was. Right. But Mm -hmm. if you were actually out there actively cheating and he came in and then started wanking off to it, might. That is interesting that
0: there is a name to that. There is. Mm-hmm. And usually it, it 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 goes more even more hum- humiliation than that. Right. It's the the woman sitting there going, "Oh, this guy's cock is so much better than yours, and you're so small." And you know, it's it's wow. a very big humiliation thing. Mm-hmm. But, very much so. But there's some guys that are into it. And speaking of life experience, we promised you we're going to get to our real stories. Getting the I'm getting the dagger eyes right now from my wife Carmen. <laughs> giving you dagger eyes. She's the only one in this room that's never been in a threesome. So I. She feels like a prude when we start talking about this, and I always tell her, you know what, you're the voice of reason, you're the one that keeps us grounded, so mm-hmm. we need you here.
3: <laughs> um,
0: I will go ahead and start, my. I've had one threesome in my life, it was um, early on in my 20s, I, I don't know, 22, 23, somewhere around there. Uh, I was working as a radio disc jockey, oh yeah, I was so cool, at least I thought I was. With a um, mullet? I did have the mullet. It was the, uh, well, it was the 90s at that point, so I was probably way past my time with the mullet. Uh, but uh, I, one night, went home with a radio groupie, and she decided to bring home somebody else with them So there were two of them, one of me. I was really, really, really drunk, which did not add to the pleasure at all. Uh, it really kind of sucked,
3: <laughs> to right. be honest
0: with you. And at 23 years old, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing anyway, so. It really did not amount to anything. It was, I mean, we I
3: shouldn't say we didn't amount
0: to anything. We did it. We had fun, but it was not as pleasurable as Penthouse Magazine makes it sound.
1: And they ended up playing with each other more than... A little bit, yeah.
0: I was drunk as hell. I had a little whiskey dick going on, so <laughs> let them go. <laughs> I enjoyed the show. <laughs> and, and my best friend at the time was sleeping in the next room. There was no no door between the two rooms because I lived in a shitty apartment at the time that didn't have doors.
3: That is awesome.
0: <laughs> so that's my story. It was, um uh, I'm glad I did it. I mean, I was young and whatever, but it was nothing exceptional. It was nothing crazy to write home about. It was fun. We had a good time and, and that was that. There is my story. Are there any questions, me?
2: I think it's uh, self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. There you go. And yep. you go. It took some willpower. Not willpower. <laughs> there Courage.
3: No. There <laughs> it is. Courage. i, say, there I was, mean, There was no willpower there. <laughs> <laughs> I was drunk as hell. I'm going,
0: that's fucked. <laughs>
1: that is awesome. <laughs> I, I'm thinking by most of your stories here, you had a drinking problem back in the day. <laughs>
0: had.
2: Well, I'm right along with you there because I would say that it made my situations a lot easier.
0: <laughs> It does help it does help <laughs> all right, well, that's my story, Corinne. oh my, I know you've got a couple,
2: yeah, considering I was married to probably one of the kinkiest people out there,
0: which one was that number one or number two? two, yeah, I can yeah. see that mhm,
1: yeah, number most... one was pretty, but he was like weird, yeah, Well, yeah
0: yeah, yeah, mhm, right, I can see number two, yeah. yeah,
2: well, there you know, like uh, I'm Girl Talk last week. How we're talking about the porn and whatnot that was his collection was porn i mean he would sit there and watch it like a movie it's it's he ha- had a sex deal but anyways my first one i was 19 my senior year and my boarding school girlfriend brought her boyfriend over and at that moment like you were saying 23 mm-hmm. you know you don't know what you're doing There was a oh, bunch no. of kissing <laughs> going around whatever but my second true first one, good friends. I did. See, this is where the statistics are. I both my situations, they were good friends. They are still together today. I still talk to them today. But I That's do awesome. yep. I mean I do have the situation where all of a sudden I'm getting these texts a little bit more than I should. Yeah. Yep. I've had to say recently, you know, hey, does so and so know about this, you know? And had to put them back into place because you, which is bad. I don't like being that person. Right.
0: But there's always that chance.
2: There's always that chance. But you know what? I will tell you what, as a woman and you don't know what to expect from another woman, when one sits on your face and all it is is wet. <laughs> 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 it is really wet. <laughs> yeah. That was quite the experience for my first go around.
1: Probably not the way you wanted to get your um, bisexual cherry pop, right?
2: No. No, no, I, I, you could have eased
1: okay, into so it. Okay, so second, you were married to number two? No,
2: nope. I was actually, I was single there. I worked with this couple. Right. And um, I was single, and they... So this was
1: after number two?
2: Yes. Okay. Oh, no, 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 this was before number two, before, this was after number one, married okay. number one, single, okay, um, anyways... Also had that um, experience with the two guys when that was married while married. That was quite interesting. I won't lie.
0: Um, expand <laughs>
2: <laughs> because I was, like I said, in one That's of those relationships.
0: Number two, yeah. Okay,
2: that didn't mind the other guy.
0: Was this a, a friend, or an yep. acquaintance? Yeah. Okay,
2: it was kind of like a uh, actually what is odd. It's a uh, they he would classify him as like a brother, but yet they hated each other and there was no trust between the two of them.
0: And yet he brought him into the bedroom with
2: And you. he And he brought him, yeah. So, you know, at, at this point, I kind of just went with it. I fulfilled a fantasy. It was very interesting. Very interesting.
0: As a, a woman in that situation, did you ever have a moment where you were more interested or more attracted to the friend than you were your husband?
2: No, because I knew okay. the friend. Okay. Yeah. So it was a situation where I already knew them. Small town, you kind of know everybody their whole life, so. Right.
1: So, was it something that you guys had discussed, and it was pre-planned out, or did it just kind of happen? It just happened. Okay. Both of them, actually.
2: And uh, there was a third one where, again, I was with married number two and a couple, which is kind of different than a threesome that you're doing the swinger almost, you're bringing in another couple. Well, it ended up, after number two and I got divorced, they had invited me back. Oh. And it happened. Okay. And um, there, again, she was a bigger person. Mm-hmm. And I am a smaller person. And their comfortable levels with each other was interesting. How they, I was seriously a living dildo. And they both had fun with me and I didn't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, was, I
2: was part of their cake, you know, and
0: went with it. But. And it's a very interesting psychological dynamic because that's kind of how I see us. Is that we are so comfortable with each other and we're perfectly fine, and bringing in another person would be no big deal. But you don't see it that way. I don't. It's different in your eyes. And that's Absolutely. fine. But uh, I did it's have my boundaries
2: with even as comfortable as that couple was. Sure. I had my boundaries because I am coming into a married couple that I have known for a long time. I respect them. Mm-hmm. I like their marriage. I look up to them. They have a lot of fun together. Did they? So,
0: did they set any boundaries?
2: No, they okay. really were open. Interesting. But yeah, you know, if you're married, like for instance, okay, I would not give him a blowjob. That's not my job. I don't care if I'm <laughs> your living dildo right now or what. That's not that's the wife's job. You sign papers for that. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know. And I've also gotten up and left, They're right in the middle of everything. Talk about those boundaries, and you want to stop, and you talk about open-mindedness or being prepared. I have seriously in the middle, got up, put my clothes on, said, see y'all later. Wow. And that was actually the last time I did it.
0: Why? What made you do that? Did it get too intense? Did it get too cross some of those boundaries? What, what made you go?
2: Um, Morals. Become a factor. When you're younger or whatnot and you're more open-minded, you're free – I'm free-spirited. I'm not – okay, I'm not going to say I'm a slut. I'm not going to say – I am free-spirited. I don't mind exploring here mm-hmm. and there. But when it gets too much and your morals are starting to get affected,
0: okay, you
2: know, you have to listen to your morals and your values.
0: So – when it was going on, this is something that's happening,
2: mm-hmm.
0: your moral compass just kicked in and said, I shouldn't be here right now. Hardcore. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: And you got to listen to it, whether they think you're weird or not. Interesting. You can always explain tomorrow, and if they think you're weird and make a tip out of it, well, then that's their problem.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. I would say that some people listening to this are going to say, well, that's a pretty shitty thing to do right in the middle of everything, but I'm going to say that that's a very brave thing to do uh, because, yeah. If you're having a threesome, there are three people involved. And even the third wheel has that say and has that they're involved in this. So, yeah, mm-hmm. if, if something you're doing doesn't agree with them, they have the right to say, no, I'm done.
1: Right. I'm done. Mm-hmm. And you have to make sure that you're comfortable as well. It's yeah. All parties have to be comfortable. Yeah. And if one just says, I'm not cool with this, all stops. Exactly. Yeah. You know what?
2: Maybe it was a fact like our girl talk and tight lips. Maybe that was starting to bug me. I was like, oh, no.
0: <laughs> we are going to step aside take a break. Those are our personal stories. I hope you enjoyed them. We will be right back. It's time for Girl Talk next, so stick around. You're listening to Midwest Ménage a the only show on the internet talking about sex from a Midwestern small-town point of view. Thanks for joining us.
1: Midwest Ménage a All right, welcome back to Midwest Ménage à Trois. Thank you for joining us. Um, we're going to get started with some girl talk. talk it girl talk it is. All right, so um, kind of continuing on with our little chat about threesomes and Ménage à Trois. Uh, experience. <laughs> <laughs> Not fair. Actually, that's okay. It's okay. It is okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just love you. not. Um so we're going to talk a little bit about um I saw a question here that my partner's been pressuring me to be more sexual and it makes me a little uncomfortable.
2: Which is a great great topic
1: for this
2: this this show. Absolutely. Mhm. Because you know what that is like the number one pressure. Right. All right. So pressures yeah this is the best topic for this session because you know threesomes they are pressure it is pressure
1: absolutely well hopefully if you're getting into a threesome then you're not being pressured because if you are as we said before it is not the thing for you and if he's pressuring you or she is pressuring you they are douchebags yes but um
2: you know, uh, when you enter every relationship, okay, you, you you already sense out your things. And to every woman out there, or man, okay, be real with yourself. Right. Honestly, I am a, uh, let's put it this way, I was very naive, afraid to speak my emotion, only me not like me, da-da-da, who gives a fuck. Okay, I grew up, I learned what you feel, what you want
1: you stick to that. Right. But in other senses, you have to be a little bit okay. So if your partner is asking you to be a little bit sexual, okay, does that mean that you have to jump into bed with three other people? No, no. it doesn't. Can you maybe start small and buy a sexy piece of piece oh, of lingerie well, or you're,
2: you're married for life, so you might as well take it slow because you don't want to do everything in the first month.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Um can you start introducing a toy and say, you know what, you want me to be sexual? Let's try this. Mm-hmm. You know, try something different. Um it doesn't always have to be that big thing right away. Take baby steps. See okay. what works. Um, and know your boundaries. If you are absolutely adamant a threesome is not going to happen, shut that shit down now. Yep,
0: yep. And I
1: had to do it. I'm sorry. I had to do it and say, you know, and for a while, I pretended. And I pretended. To the point, wait, I did not mean to interrupt you,
2: dear. I, I did not. But to the point, she pretended where she had called me and asked me to join
1: in. Sorry, I wanted to throw that in there huh? It was possibly a, hey, you know what, thought about it, mm-hmm. but it was to the point also that I was lying to myself enough that it completely shut down our whole sex life. Mm-hmm. It
2: doesn't have to be a negative. Sex is a beautiful thing, you guys. Hold on. I feel like we're making kind of a little bit of a negative here. It is beautiful. It, Absolutely. It is. And you know what? And if you, you just have to be mature.
1: You do. And you have to be real with yourself. If you're not cool with something, don't hold back. Speak your mind and say, I'm not good with this. And you know what? I love you. Yeah. But I'm not going to go there. And that's okay.
2: Okay. Yeah. I don't know what else to tell you about
1: that part. Another thing that we're going to bring to you each and every week is now that TV and movies are going in the way of being more female friendly. You know, all these years, the guys have gotten to look at female bush. They've gotten to look at boobs. You know, full frontal and full nudity for a woman in a movie has always been perfectly fine. It's never been truly acceptable for a man to do full frontal. And now mm, that's becoming. I'm, more... about it already. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> She's getting all excited over there. <laughs> so now that uh, we're starting to see more and more of that coming on, we're going to start doing our celebrity deck of the week. Woo-hoo! And this won't be somebody who has recently been, it could be a blast from the past. It could be somebody new. It could be somebody old. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But this week, because he really does it for Corinne. Oh, oh, Oh. uh, it's all I got to say. I don't know. (laughs) It's going to be Mr. Patrick Swayze. And the movie is every bouncer's wet dream. Mm. The movie Roadhouse. It wasn't even a nude scene. He was not, you could not even see Ween. You just you saw, saw enough. You saw a bush. And it was a great bush. <laughs> okay, so to set the scene, I, can you call, can you, is is a man's pubic hair called bush? 70s bush is
2: 70s bush. It doesn't matter if it's attached to a hoo-ha or a a wiener. wiener.
1: Pecker. I'd say pecker. <laughs> okay, so, you know, he's, he's, it's the end of the movie. Diving off to go get his girl, mm. you've seen mm. his butt through the whole movie because back then butts were okay. You could see butts. And oh, what a
2: great butt it was!
1: It it is a good dancer's butt. I mean, it's little, but it's great. Yeah, you could see butt. You saw him with his shirt off, working out and fighting and sweaty and you okay, he's doing a dive and you can see his pecker. I'm sorry, I'm already wet. I don't know what to say. I didn't see pecker. Oh. I saw bush. But in your twelve-year-old mind, <laughs> all right, let's just throw it out there. Right, in your no, you're probably I, more like fourteen, fifteen. Yes,
2: this has been been somebody I have enjoyed
1: all of my life. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry, you probably shouldn't go back and actually watch the scene because it's going to ruin your fantasy. It's <laughs> <That's> okay. <laughs> but you you had to have imagined something because I watched it in slow motion and there was no dingleberry hanging down. I or dingle sure. balls. I, you know what? Nobody I wants to it. see dingleberries. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. So there was nothing hanging down. You just saw Butch.
2: Alright, well then you just wait on the website, okay?
1: And when you see that man in the
2: Speedo, yeah, you that will is hot. See, you will see that package. So you know what? when he's diving in midair, it's a little bit bigger than yeah. I
1: I did whisper, but you guys you know, come on. I, I can yes. I did mm-hmm. see the picture of the speedo. You saw full outline. He is Corinne's dick pic of the week. Oh I'm sorry guys, I'm not looking at the picture as we
2: were talking. It's just
1: Yeah. <sighs> Alright, so if you have any questions from our Queen of Three Oh
2: yes, yes. Okay, listen. Considering I am the experienced one here on this subject. Okay. If you have any questions, I'm more than willing to answer them. Just give us a a, a email yep. on
1: our uh, website. So shoot us an email at midwest 3 the number 3 at gmail.com. So midwest the number 3 at gmail.com. And Corinne will answer all of your questions. Or you can reach out to us on Facebook and we'll answer you there. Um, if you happen to have checked out, our, our latest show has been posted and is out there. You can also comment on those if you like what you hear. Ask us questions there. We'll answer you. So um, we'll be back in a few and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.
0: Welcome back to Midwest Ménage à Trois. I hope you guys enjoyed Girl Talk. Sound sounded like they had some fun. I was in the next room. They were just laughing their asses off, so I don't know what the hell is going on in here. interesting to hear that. If you only <laughs> He
1: will. He, <laughs> he listens to the shit back. Yeah, but he doesn't know <laughs> what we
2: said when we were off the mic. That's true.
0: <laughs> true. That's true. And that's the, uh, the beauty of the show. We have myself and Carmen, who have been married for 13 years now.
2: Well, I've been married to her for, um, 23. And we have, we have Corinne here, was <laughs> her best friend
0: since the fucking dawn of time. Thank you very much. <laughs> and we are all just kind of sitting around talking and having a good time and, and giving you a little insight into sex in the Midwest. Because it is a little different out here in small-town America. So we hope you've enjoyed the show. Uh, we are going to be back next week. We... Upload a new podcast every Saturday, so we hope you check it out on iTunes or on SoundCloud. Give us a review, hit the iTunes review button because we would love to hear your feedback. And of course, always email us. Our email is MidwestThreesome at gmail.com. That's Midwest, the number three, some at gmail.com. We're going to be back next week. Oh, you know what? Before I get out of here, I, I failed you guys. I apologize. We have not talked about what the ladies are wearing tonight. Nothing. (laughs) Psych. I, as always, am in my kilt and my t-shirt. Got my kilt on and nothing under it. God bless America. I am wearing
2: (laughs) a long, black (laughs) straw. That was hot.
0: The uh, Jack Daniels fire (laughs) is flowing pretty good
2: tonight, so what the hell was that? (laughs) It was a black, long, silky, spaghetti strap
1: dress.
0: All right, um, she says that, but, you know, it's all companies. And <laughs> What do you got on there, Carmen?
1: J.D. is better at describing my wardrobe than I am.
0: Yes, I, I will describe Carmen's wardrobe because we've spent a week, and we talked about it at the beginning of the show, with her titties being bound up in a horrible bra, so we got rid of the bra.
2: And you can really see her nipples. I noticed yeah. that when we went out for a cigarette, I won't well, lie. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you you went
0: outside here and in, in where we are, it's, it, it's a freaking cold right now, it's, it's Midwest. winter, so yeah, I'm pretty sure those little nips said, hello, I don't have little nips, no, you, have nips. <laughs> right. you and I, our nipples are bigger than our boobs, so my lovely wife Carmen is here in a uh, silky kind of purplish tank top, with that yep. spig- spaghetti strap tank top, so you couldn't see it either, sure, <laughs> Yeah. October Fest. And uh, what do you call those? They're not yoga pants. They're kind of close.
1: They're leggings. Extremely Black, silky leggings. If you look
0: close, there's a camel toe. Love it. (laughs) Uh,
1: There is not. It's okay if you want to call it a camel toe, I guess, as long as you
0: don't say it's a moose knuckle. (laughs) Camel toe isn't much better. No. I should I should have done this whole segment at the beginning of the show. I apologize, guys, but we are uh, at least letting you know a little insight. It's theater of the mind. It is radio. You got to paint a picture. I'm wearing Wait.
1: no panties. <laughs> oh, whatever, I never do. I know. Me either. <laughs> Thank you for Thank not you. wearing panties with your
0: kilts. <laughs> I've offered I've offered many times. Put on the man thong for you.
2: That is not.
1: <laughs>
0: Even
2: with
1: the zipper in front. It is not pretty. Uh, some people may find it hot. Uh, it is. As as I'm going to start referring to it, it is not my bag of dicks. Because okay. I, I don't like tea, so it will always be my bag of dicks. I can't believe
0: you
1: don't want the full borat. No oh, tea I bagging was, for you? I would still go the full
0: borat for you. No, I don't. Hey, don't! Guys, thanks for joining us. This is <laughs> another edition of Midwest Menage and It's been a hell of a lot of fun. We will be back next week. And if you have questions in the meantime, email us, midwest 3 at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.